welcome to the South Point Studios, located here in the South Point Casino Sportsbook. I am Frank Nicotero. This is Punchlines. Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan, and sports gambler. Uh, thanks for being here. This is our ninth show. We're having a blast. Please come down and say hi. We've had some people stop by here at the studio. We're live in Nevada, baby. So come on down and say hi. We love the live comments. Make sure you hit subscribe and watch the show. We have a big show today. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, on the video will be my buddy, Kevin Belenkoff, with some Vegas stories. We work together. Oh, the mic's not even close to me. There we go. My bad, ladies and gentlemen. It's live television. Welcome to the show. Should I start over? No, you guys know who I am. Frank Nicotero. Punchlines. Uh, yeah, Kevin Belenkoff will be here. Kevin will have some uh, awesome Vegas stories. We've, we've, we've worked on a couple game shows here. He's also uh, a champion handicapper in football. And the guy is on fire. He was like 9-2 in pros last weekend. So he's got some winners for you, hopefully, knock on wood. And also Jeff Parles from uh, Sports by the Book, the show that will be on later today, getting you ready for Thursday Night Football. He will be here to impress the hell out of me with his number knowledge. Literally, it's like having Russell Crowe from Beautiful Mind here. The guy knows every number. He crushes everything. And uh, him and I work well together. So Jeff's going to be here. It's going to be great. As always, every day, our producer is here, Ryan Spice McCormick. Ryan, what's happening, buddy? It's a Thursday. Biggest champion gold. That he's wearing championship gold. We're going to get to that in one second. I just want to say before we get to the reason why I'm wearing red, okay, and I think you WNBA fans know, I just want to say the Cowboys are here. You're thinking, oh, the Dallas Cowboys are here? No, Ryan. Every per – oh, that's – oh, first time on set? Come on, Frank. Put your phone on mute. Um, that means I have a turn at, world, a turn at word with friends up. Words with friends. Um, there's Cowboys everywhere, all over the South Point. We have like 700 bulls that are in the equestrian center. Everyone has cowboy hats on. Now, I'm going to give you a little secret. Usually, you guys, I, I write in my notebook. I printed out my script for the day today, but I had to go down to the business center. And I went down at like midnight last night, and I'm looking at my phone, and I look up, and I get scared to death because, Ryan, show the picture. There is a giant rattlesnake. It's fake. There it is right there. Okay. Now, this is for the professional bull riders. That's the Texas Rattlers. So that I looked up, and if you know me, I'm afraid of snakes. I'm like Indiana Jones. I'm tough. I'm rugged. Not really. But anyway, so uh, I came down the elevator today. Everywhere is a cowboy hat. Like if you said, oh, check out that guy in the cowboy hat. It's every person in the hotel right now. And uh, I actually got to meet the Texas Rattlers, basket, uh, Texas Rattlers basketball team, bull riding team. Show the picture. Me with the guys. I just met these guys right here. The Texas bull riders. Do you have it? So I was coming down the elevator and they were all nice. Look at them right there. And I told them, I said that they're uh, the rattlesnake thing scared the hell out of me and they laughed at me so i don't think i look as tough look at look at they got giant buckles ryan they got hats they got patches with all their endorsements and i'm wearing a brand new red sketchers jacket it's not as not as intimidating to the cowboys <laughs> the sketchers jacket that i got from the lovely vegas outlet mall right across the street uh and uh, yeah but no I, I was very it was nice to meet them and i got a little emotional to meeting them and i got a little collagenous that means misty that was my word of the day collagenous i'm going to work in my uh, the email word of the day every day so there you go uh big show why don't we get to it why am i wearing red and white today ladies and gentlemen the las vegas aces repeated as wnba champs way to go back ladies. to back back to back now th now this could be a theme here in vegas right because i know you're a golden knights guy yep can they go back to back that's that that's the hope that is the hope they're 4-0 right and they play tonight right they're in winnipeg i think yep Vegas up in Winnipeg. That's going to be a different setting for them, isn't it? Playing against their former goalie. Yeah, guy, that's right. Laurent Bourgeois, the guy that got hurt in the uh, in the playoffs that Aiden Hill replaced. So 
That's going to be a good game. You'll be watching. Yes, I will. Yes, he will. He's a big Knights fan. They're 4-0. But let's talk about the lovely ladies of the um, of the Aces. They repeated last night. They won a road game in New York against the Liberty. They didn't want to come back here for game five. I know I was teasing Alex and you. Come on, let's have the celebration in Vegas. We can say we were here. Uh, so anyway, I watched the game. It was a very exciting game. It came down to the last possession for the Liberty. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a fan of all these videos of people celebrating when a team wins a championship or when there's a big play, when someone loses a big bet or, you know, they're very funny. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to set up in my room. This is a peek into the inside workings of Frank Nicotero. So, Ryan, do we have this? Sure? Here we go. Here's me watching the last 30 seconds and then some celebratory stuff from around Vegas. But here's me in my room last night watching the ending of the Aces game. And I was very excited because I'm rooting for the I'm, – I'm now, I'm now here in Vegas, so I'm rooting for the Vegas, uh, the Vegas teams. I root for the – I mean, I'm Pittsburgh, but I'm also going to root for the Golden Knights. So I think we have the video. We're going to punch it in. Okay. Remember my iPhone. Here we go. One point lead, Aces. Game four, going for back-to-back -back WNBA champions. Living the life. Here we go. All right, let's do it. Okay. We're going to watch this okay. live. I'm going to celebrate because I'm now in Vegas. Let's go, baby. Here we go. 8.8 .8 seconds. Come on, Aces. Get those hands up. I'm playing way, defense. Yes. This is a box of Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its, Cheez shout out. I have Cheez-Its. Okay. Shout out okay. to Cheez-Its. We're, We're looking for our sponsors and endorsements. No, 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 no. No, no. And here's the last second missed by Vandersloot. Rebound. No. Now here's the Dick Van Dyke moment. And, oh, there's an ottoman there. <laughs> yes, Kevin will understand. He got the Dick Van Dyke reference, of course. And Dan probably did, too. But there you go. I saw him win the championship. Very exciting. That was very exciting, wasn't it? Now we have some now around town. I mean, Vegas, come on, it's a championship, right? Now yep. this could happen in February with the Raiders win the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, that's not gonna happen, ladies and gentlemen. The Raiders aren't gonna win the Super Bowl. But look downtown. This is down on Fremont Street, right? They have that. There it is. Yeah, in the arts arts district. Arts district. I've been down there. And then it's gonna go into the It goes into it goes into We Are the, the Champions. The Aces flight home. They're uh Okay, now the ladies, now the Aces, I have not seen this video. The Aces, they were in a good mood, let's just say that. They were celebrating with those giant Michelob bottles. Uh, is it beer or champagne in those? I would guess beer. Yeah, you would think so. Michelob Ultra paid the money, they want beer yeah. in there. So here's the flight coming home. Look at that. They gave him the salute with the waters. A little shower. That's awesome. That's it. There you go. Well, congratulations. And there they are, 2023 WMA champion. What a hard-fought win. Uh, KP was awesome. I watched that game. If you haven't watched WNBA action, the Aces are the team you want to watch. All right, let's get, before we bring Kevin in here, we have a couple on this day in sport history, celebrity birthdays. Let's get right to it. We have a, a really cool graphic that Ryan has. Oh, look at that. Ooh. And that's, uh, we're going to go into birthdays first, right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, uh, celebrity birthdays. You know, we were talking yesterday to uh, Dwayne Kaluch. He was talking about Floyd Mayweather, and happy birthday to Floyd Mayweather Sr. today. Uh, he turned 70 years old. There's Floyd Mayweather Sr. Happy 70th to him. 71. His son has taken care of him financially. I would think Floyd Mayweather, his son's worth about $400 million. If he still has it. If he still has it. He does gamble a lot. Yeah. Junior likes to gamble. But more importantly, on October 19th, Evander Holyfield, ladies and gentlemen, born in 1962. Look at that badass. Now, you know, I always like to tie in a little tie-in with Vegas, and can you get more Vegas than boxing? Evander Holyfield. He, uh, he faced Mike Tyson twice, right? We remember these fights. Actually, Ryan, you don't. But anyway, 
Uh, June 28th, 1997, the first, the first Holofield-Tyson fight. Uh, no, 96, sorry. And it was right here in Vegas at the MGM Outdoor Garden there. And uh, in that fight, uh, where do I? Oh, yeah, it opened. This is the odds on the fight. What do you think the odds were? First, and this is Tyson when he was invincible. What are the odds on Tyson to beat Holofield? What to one? This is when Tyson's in his prime? He was in his prime. I mean, two? 25 to one. What? 25 to one. So the books got flooded with Holofield bets. It closed around nine to one, and then Holofield wins by a TKO in the uh, 11th round of 12 rounds. And uh, I was talking to Chris Andrews. He said Vegas took a bath on that, right? Because everyone saw that line and went, I would take Holofield. You know, you never know with Tyson. He might have already, oh, he lost to James Buster Douglas already, I believe, right? Yeah, he had. So uh, anyway, then the rematch, of course, is the most famous fight. That's Tyson Holofield. Two, they called it the sound and the fury. Ironically, they called it the sound because Tyson bit a piece of his ear off, for God's sakes. He, bought, he bit the top one inch of cartilage off his ear, and he spat it out onto the ring apron. And uh, it, it literally, I, I, I Googled this three times. They, they said it was a one-inch piece of cartilage, which means, Ryan, someone had the job to measure yeah, cartilage. <laughs> someone had to pick it up and go, all right, bring a tape measure, bring a ruler out. Yeah, and do like a little CSI thing. You think and, they weighed it? I don't, they might have weighed it. Yeah. It's kind of gross when you think it, about it. Yeah. Where is that piece of ear? Does anyone know? At any point that you can find out, let Has me it know. Not Maybe the live comments. What's that? Has it not shriveled up? Well, if you purify it, right? If you put it in some embalming fluid or Windex, Windex will purify anything. I don't know. I saw it in the Big Fat Creek wedding. Right. Uh, do we have any live comments? Maybe anyone on the live comments knows where that piece of Evander Holofield's ear is. They could let us know. Uh, not quite, but Girl Genius asked if any of the uh, PBR cowboys are single. I don't know if any of the PBR Cowboys are single. I know this guy carrying a, uh, some sort of coffee drink peering at us. He's probably single. He's alone walking. But, um, yeah, the PBR guys, I'm not sure. But there's a lot of them. No bull. And uh, I'm going to go over there tonight. Jerry, who works on the show with us, I'm going over to the equestrian center. We have an equestrian center here that can hold, like, 4,600 people here at the South Point. And I'm going to go over and I'm going to shoot some bull footage. And we'll see what I come back with tomorrow on the show. Should be fine. I've never seen bull riding live. Let's be honest, I've never seen bull. I've watched bull riding on TV. Yeah, I haven't either. I last about eight seconds. That's how long they last on the bull. <laughs> um, and then we had one more birthday. And you want to talk Vegas? Oh, my God. John Favreau. John Favreau, who uh, directed Iron Man, of course, and he's responsible for The Mandalorian. But let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, where, where did we first discover John Favreau in sports? How did we f discover him? Rudy. He's in Rudy. He's Rudy's roommate. He plays Sean Astin's roommate in the movie Rudy. Vince Vaughn's also in that movie. And that's the movie Vince Vaughn and John Favreau met on. There's Faz right there. 57 years old today. Happy birthday to John Favreau in front of The Mandalorian. Are you like a Star Wars guy? Yeah, big Star Wars fan. My girlfriend's a huge Star Wars I fan. I love Mandalorian's good. Boba Fett I was a little disappointed in. Yeah. The uh, Ahsoka series is pretty That's what good. everyone's saying. Yeah. I, I, I haven't Touches watched it yet. the it needs to. But uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi one, a little slow too. Yep. But uh, I don't know. I just like to watch the original Star Wars. John Favreau, who I met one time. Whoa. Watch your toes. I'm dropping names. I met John Favreau at the Spawn premiere, movie Spawn, which is a, a Todd McFarlane comic book. And he was there, and I went up to him, and I just said, hey, I'm a comedian. I just moved here from Pittsburgh to L.A. And this was right after Swingers came out, which is about a guy who moves from his hometown, New York, out to L.A. to be a comedian. And he kind of smiled and nodded. And then I asked him, I go, how's Leatherheads looking? And I knew he was doing a movie called Leatherheads with George Clooney about football when they wore the leather helmets. He goes, no, it's looking really good. So I talked to him for a minute. He was a super nice guy. And swingers. I mean, Vegas, baby, Vegas. Come on, we used that clip last week. Uh, I love John Favreau. He was great. And also at that party, the Spawn party, 
Chris Farley was there, and uh, very sad. Just weeks later, he passed away. Wow, way to bring the show down, Frank. My goodness. All right. And lastly, on this date in October 19th, Peyton Manning breaks the all-time NFL record at the time with his 509th TD pass. He threw, Sunday on a, he threw three on a Sunday night football game as the Broncos routed the Niners 42-17, to becoming the all-time TD leader, which, of course, he is no longer the touchdown pass leader. But 509 at the time, do you know who he passed at the time? I think I've got the... Not who did he pass, Jeff? Who did Peyton Manning pass as the all-time touchdown leader? You got an answer? He asked you. <laughs> that was Jeff who just walked in the studio. He'll be on with us a sec. It was, uh, does anyone take a guess? Three, two. Do we want to leave it for Jeff to we come back to? No, because I want to ask you. Well, what, right. Here it is. It was Brett Favre. He passed Brett Favre. Uh, who's Favre that guy? 508, 509. Now, of course, we know the all-time touchdown pass leader now is Ryan. The GOAT. The go. Tom Brady. Ben Roethlisberger. No, Ben Roethlisberger. No, it is. It is Tom Brady. Tom Brady, 649 regular season touchdown passes. That's going to be hard to beat. Second is Drew, Bre uh, Drew, <laughs> Drew Brees with 571, who I caught a pass from, by the way, Drew Brees. I was doing warm-up on a show called, uh, what was that science show that the kids used to watch? Brain Games or something? And I did a couple days. Keegan-Michael Keel hosted. And Drew Brees was throwing balls to people in the audience on break. And I'm like, holy, I got to catch a pass from Drew. So I go, hey, Drew, can you throw me a pass? So I go out, I catch it, and those lines, toe tap, both feet in bounds, completion. I caught a pass from Drew Brees. I think we need video evidence. There's no video. I think I might have had video at one point. I'll, I'll do a deep dive. No one gives a crap. But anyway, I caught a pass from Drew Brees. Now, I wanted to ask you, there's some active leaders on that list in the top 20. Okay. Active quarterbacks. There are one, two, three... Four in the top 20. If you get the fourth one, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a miracle. But anyway, the first one, he's hurt. I'll give you that. So who's that? Quarterback who's active oh, but only played four oh, plays who's this been year. In, <laughs> who's been in the league for a long time? He's the Jets quarterback. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is fifth with 475. Now, there are three active quarterbacks. Uh, who do you think? This guy, one of them has 339 and will be playing my team this weekend, the Pittsburgh Steelers. University of Georgia. Won a Super Bowl. Oh, man, who did this? With the Rams. I don't even know who this is. Three years ago. I can't even. I his can't his name rhymes with Badford. Oh, or, no. Matt Stafford. Stafford. Matthew yeah, Stafford, Stafford has I don't know why Sam Bradford was the first. In my head last night, this went much better. I just want to say that right now. Yeah, right? no. I'm sure when we were going <laughs> uh, over there. The other two active guys, better. Russell Wilson with 320. Number 20 all time. This is, a, this is bizarre. This is a, a surprise to me. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is in the top 20 right. of touchdown passes. Also the top 20 of choking every year. But anyway, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> pretty interesting. All right, a guy who never chokes, ladies and gentlemen, because he is a friend of mine. And I want to read the intro that he sent me because I said, hey, do you want to send me an intro about you? Because this guy's done a lot. And I'm going to read it right now. Uh, this gentleman, I haven't, I haven't seen him in person in a while, maybe since the last time we had lunch. He is an Emmy-nominated producer, a former National Handicapper Bowl champion, which we'll get to. And he's also responsible for both High Stakes Poker and World Series of Blackjack, two of the most successful gaming-related shows on television. And he also wrote that he's the reigning Mr. Universe. I don't think that one's true, but it's Kevin Bellenkopf. Kevin, welcome to the show. There it is. Oh, I got to put my headphones on, ladies and gentlemen. And Kevin, also a sports fan and a sports freak. I have a feeling he might have known a couple of those quarterbacks on the list, right? I, I, I did. I knew, I knew a couple of them. 
But I also hear something I bet you don't know. Uh -oh. Why do the Cheez-Its have a hole in them? Oh, my God. Now, if you know any of my stand-up, which some of you do who are watching, I've done a bit about Cheez-Its in my act and my mom. I, I, I did a, I bring it back when I'm playing an older crowd. So uh, I'm a huge Cheez-It. We always had Cheez-Its in our household. My dad loves them. My mom, my sister claims she invented putting peanut butter on them and putting two together to make a Cheez-It sandwich. The hole is for some sort of, uh, it, they don't break as easy, maybe. Close, close. They don't explode when they're being cooked. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd explode when they're being cooked. Now, how this many is the stuff you know when you do game shows. You should have picked up on some of this stuff over I the years. Known. Now, Kevin and I, have we've worked a million times on game shows and run-throughs and, and all sorts of stuff. You were a game show network. I don't know when we met. I, don't, I can't even remember when we met. I'm not sure. All right, I'm then, not sure. But anyway, listen, this guy knows game shows, but he I don't also go back to, I don't go back to uh, ultimate fan league. That's <laughs> like, wasn't that your, wasn't that your like big break? I'll tell you what, if you're on YouTube after the show, when the show's over, you're on YouTube, you want to hit ultimate fan league team Pittsburgh or Frank Nicotero, me and my buddy, Frank Mergy. This was a sports game show on Fox sports. We represented Pittsburgh. They had teams from all over the country and uh, we ended up finishing third or fourth, won a bunch of prizes. And uh, I couldn't go on the trip. I went a trip to Portugal, but I, I couldn't do it because then I, I got street smarts and I had to go on the road and shoot that. But I went an entertainment center, a big Bertha, a uh, little collapsible camping table, which I still have. Entertainment center I got rid of. But yeah, I was on that game show and it, it started my career down the game show lane. But we worked together. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about Vegas. We worked together here in Las Vegas yeah. with comedian Billy Gardell, who's from Pittsburgh. And we're, we're going to get Billy on the show. Billy, this is the clip we're sending you. We want you to come on, talk about the Steelers. Maybe after the Rams win, we want to have you on. Uh, we did Monopoly together. We did. We did. Monopoly Millionaires Club. It yes. was a show we did with the uh, Multistate Lottery Association. Um, it was uh, it was huge. It was and giant. it was a thrill. It was yeah. In fact, um, if you if you uh, behind, well, it's now the horseshoe, but behind Bally's, the our stage is still there. The uh, the sound stage is still there. It's a giant white, kind of looks like a warehouse. And uh, Caesars wound up buying it, and yeah. now they uh, they it's it's one of the largest sound stages in the in the in the, in the country. Really. Yeah, really, that's where we so, shot. Who wants to be a millionaire? Too, we shot it in that sound stage right there right. Bally's. Yeah, I would just come down from uh, my room in Bally's, and one day I was on the phone. I didn't get scared by a rattlesnake. But you know those things, Ryan, that are the parking garage, the, the things that go up and down to let cars in and out of a parking yeah. garage? Uh, I, one came down on my head when I wasn't paying attention. Car was in front of me. I let the car go. I'm looking at my phone all of a sudden. Bam. But you know what? No concussion protocol for me. I went back out there and I did my damn job. I went back out there and I made people laugh. I probably had a concussion. I could have sued, but I didn't. I'm a player. So, Kevin. Um, you don't own this place by now. I, yeah. I don't Bally's. That would be Frankie's. Um, so listen, let's talk football. Last year, now, last week you sent me picks. Um, and first of all, last night you gave Billy Gardell, you gave him New Mexico State. You're on New Mexico State, right? I did. I did, yeah. Now, you sent me some NFL picks last week, and you crushed it. Now, tell people the background. Tell me about your your, your handicappers championship that you won. Well, uh, you know, I uh, when I when I first uh, got out of college and started my my TV career, uh, you know, you, there's just a lot of time when you're not working. I guess it's probably similar to being a comic. Um, and so I used to, I used to, uh, bet on sports and play <laughs> poker back before it was cool. And, uh, so I sort of developed my own sort of style. Um, and I, I, what I, I guess the best way I can put it is I, I avoid thinking if that makes sense. <laughs> so gambling, if, yeah. um, well, if, it, you know, uh, the way I figure it, the, you know, you've got the guy who runs a sports book, he knows 
far more about this stuff than I'm going to know. Yeah, Chris is the so, best. So anytime you hear somebody handicapping by saying, oh, I think the defense is going to rise to the occasion, or I think this – I just ignore that entirely because that's stuff everybody knows. So I try and deal with just, just numerical facts. Um, you mentioned you mentioned Pittsburgh and, and the Rams coming up, uh, for example – um, the, uh, the Steelers, uh, it's like three and a half. Right now. I, wrote, I wrote it down and I can't find it here, but, uh, well, the Ram- the Rams have stayed under in seven of the last eight home games against the AFC. Okay. There you so go. that's something to take a look at. They've had the same coach for a while. So you, you want to find teams that, uh, that have a character and that have the same sort oh, wow. of repeating patterns. Um, and so I'll, I'll likely take the under in that game. That, that's not the only reason. You don't so want one, one reason. Well, but, it's also because um, the Steelers' offensive coordinator. And numbers and things like that. So. Yeah, that's what a was good that? one. I was saying, and also the Steelers' offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, is brutal, and our offense doesn't really click very well. It hasn't. Ah, uh, but you're thinking. You're I, thinking. I, see, I'm thinking. Ryan, never I, think I don't, when it I don't, comes to yeah. game. <laughs> I, just, I just try and use the numbers, and, and hopefully they add up. And um you know, I don't. I don't love tonight's game. Um, I think I like the under in that game as well. Uh, there are a lot of unders. If you saw the lines this week, it um, was, uh, I think it went twelve and two, eleven at twelve and two. I think were the unders last week. Yeah, and a, and a lot of the lines now are under forty. Yeah, and that's unusual. Usually, you get one or two games a week, and now there's 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 quite a few that are under forty. And I think there's only one that's over fifty. Um, right yeah, there it is the right Dolphins. there. Yeah, Dolphins and Eagles. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. Tonight, there's the Yeah, Jackson. and I'd actually like that one to go over. But um, uh, here's uh, here's one uh, for tonight. I wrote it down, and I can't find Oh, there it is. Do you know the, uh, the, the Jaguars have gone under in 26 of their last 37 after going over? Ah. So they don't have a lot of consistency in that world. Uh, after scoring 28 or more points, they stayed under in, uh, in 12 of 17. So those are the numbers I kind of look at. Those are the things that I kind of add up. I don't care about injuries. I don't care about weather. That's all taken care of in the line. Right. Um, so, you know, if, if I try and focus on, again, just facts, just just the facts, man. Just the facts. And, um, and it's, it's, it's worked out rather well. By the Many way, years Saints ago, I games. was the uh, National Handicappers Bowl champion. Yeah, so first of all, he just made a dragnet reference. That's the first one on uh, Punchline yeah. so far. Uh, Saints games are also 6-0 and on the under. Wow, this year Saints they are six they are Saints have stayed under every every game this year, and that's probably why they're starting to come down. Um, all the lines are you yeah. know, sport. The guys who run the books they're not stupid. They yeah. they know people are just going to be yeah. pounding the under, and and so those numbers are coming down. I'm still going to play them under. I'm still going to look under, but um, but that could change. And if it does, you have to adjust. Now you know it's so hard for me as a as a high energy guy who wishes well to everyone. I bet the overs. I'm like the sucker. I'm like most people at the sports book. I love the overs. Um, last night, I took, hey, I, I nailed it. I took the, um, I had the grand salami here at South Point. Remember, I was telling you guys yesterday, the South Point, the NHL, you can bet the grand salami, which last night it was only 13 and a half goals, and uh, the Penguins game, and uh, whatever the other game was, went over. Um, and, oh, Washington Capitals game. Uh, Ovechkin went uh, shotless for two games in a row for the first time in his career. Anyway, grand salami tonight with 12 games, 76 and a half. I'll probably throw a little bucks on it. Just because I root for everyone. Um, but so, yeah, tell us about the World the Handicap Championship thing that you won. Um, well, again, that was that was many, many years ago. Yeah, well, that's, um, no, that's, uh, something, that's something awesome. And, and the last time I checked, actually, um, and this the, the, the National Handicappers Bowl has been around for probably about 30 years now, and I still have the highest uh, single-season record the last time I checked. So it was just sort of a magical year where everything we did kind of went right. 
and it was a big shift in the NFL. Um, there was a lot of new things happening. Uh, it was actually the year that both the Rams and the Raiders left Los Angeles. <laughs> and, and so some of their numbers couldn't be, they weren't going to be consistent because, wow. yeah, for, you know, the Rams, well, the Rams went from playing outside to playing inside in St. Louis. They went from natural turf to artificial turf. They went from being awful to being kind of good. Um, so that happens. And, um, and so that's kind of what I look for. I look for different changes, different situations. Uh, the Rams are at home for the third straight week this week, um, which is traditionally a pretty good thing in the NFL. It's actually the Rams are not good in that circumstance. But um, so I look for unique things to each game and try and uh, try and isolate those. And, uh, and it's gone pretty well. Yeah. So the over under tonight, I think I know Sean had it up there. Wait, was it 39 for tonight? 40 and a half. 40, I thought it went up to said, 40 and yeah. a half. Okay. 40 and the hook, as we like to say here in Vegas. Very nice. I got yes. all the lingo down. Now, I want to go back to Monopoly for a second. So, um, yeah. uh, so it was a game show, like he said here. It was, it was massive. The scale was massive that we did this show. And I remember, uh, I guess we were at the Rio. We were staying at the Rio. We started at the Rio yeah. before it was overrun by cats. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and, uh, well, that was sort of an interesting situation. We, we built, we built the soundstage there just like we did. That's right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem was the, the, it was, it was built on a parking lot. Yeah. And so there was an incline on the parking lot. Um, and, but the people that <laughs> built the stage didn't like take that into account. That's right. So we had this massive set and, and. The problem was, is that as you push, if you, as, as you went backstage, the room from the top just kept getting smaller and smaller because the floor was going this way. Oh so God. they had to rebuild the floor and it was kind of like this and they had to push the set over the hump. So that was a mess. Um, we were, uh, we were right next to the railroad tracks at the Rio, um, <laughs> which made it really interesting because we had a, we had a uh, railroad game because it was Monopoly That's and all right. the games were based on Monopoly. <laughs> Um, and this is actually true. One time the train outside came at the exact moment when the sound effect for our train was supposed <laughs> to happen and nobody realized it. Um, so anyway, they rebuilt, the, they rebuilt the stage. Yeah. So they rebuilt the stage over behind Bally's, now the horseshoe. And, um, and it was great. It was just a lot of fun. And we had, it was one of the few shows where, um, it, because it was a lottery show, we couldn't screen the contestants. We got oh, who we my got. God, that's right. Yeah. And, and it really, it was a lot of fun because of that. We had, we had people, uh, a lot of the people that played in the game had never been to Las Vegas before. Right. We had one woman who was in her late eighties who had never been on an airplane before. Um, and, and so, you know, and I'm from Los Angeles, knock the microphone over, uh, you know, it's, it's like, that's unusual for, for, for our yeah, contemporaries. Game, shows, game so, show contestants are usually screened. They're high energy. They got big personalities, but because these were lottery winners flown to Vegas, you got what you got. Yeah, and um, but it was really exciting. These people loved it. They had a chance at winning a million dollars. We gave away, uh, I think we had four millionaires in uh, in uh, two seasons, which yeah. is the most frequent hit ever on television. Uh, the, our original game, you had a one in 11 chance of winning a million dollars, which, uh, I mean, how often in life do you have a one in 11 shot that's at being amazing. a millionaire? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, we'd love to bring it back. But there's all kinds of stories behind that. Um, and, uh, you know, the lottery lotteries are an interesting thing. You don't have one in Nevada and consider yourself lucky. Um, the lotteries are run by they're run by state 
yeah. bureaucracies. And so, and there are like 48 lotteries in the United States, each with their own rules and their own bureaucracy. So we had to work our way around that. What's the other which state? Was not what's easy. the other state besides Nevada that it doesn't have a lottery? Uh, Alaska and Hawaii don't have wow. uh, a lottery. Utah doesn't have a lottery. And I believe Alabama doesn't have a lottery, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I do know for a while there's a um, there's a gas station right on the border between Georgia and Alabama, and that was the highest selling Powerball spot in the country because everybody oh would, God. you know, in, in Alabama, where you're not allowed to gamble, um, they would drive there and, and, and buy Powerball tickets. Over. It um, is those five, Alabama, Alaska, Hawaii, Nevada, Utah. There you go. Um, and but the, but the funnest thing about the most fun part about the show was, uh, you know, Scott St. John was one of the executive producers. Right. And he's like, Frank, he goes, do you want to come to Vegas, get paid and then we can gamble all night? So I was like, yeah, let's, right. let's do that. So you and I and I know we played blackjack at the Rio and uh, Kevin. Oh, we, yeah. We had a really good time playing blackjack. We, we did. Um, I, I don't drink when I gamble. Um I, I can't say the same for Frank, though. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, um, if, if you ever have the opportunity to play blackjack with Frank, I, I highly recommend it. You may not win money, but it'll certainly be entertaining. That's, he's not um, the only person. I have several friends, and I'm not bragging, but I'm fun to play blackjack with because once yeah, I get on a roll and once I have a few drinks, then every time a blackjack hits the table, I'll do a lap. I'll do a lap around the, the whatever the casino area is. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was uh, – and then, I don't know why I'm telling this. It was one night, Bob, my friend Bob, who's probably watching, we were at the Hard Rock playing blackjack, and I ran out of money, and I tried to wager a chapstick. Yeah, that's that's when they kind of shut me down. I'm like, oh, this no. chapstick, I'm going to wager on this. <laughs> oh. well, I, don't, I don't know if you remember at the Rio, but but the, they had these commemorative chips with Rod Stewart on them. I guess he hit the yeah, in there. Do you I remember think he this? was, vaguely, and yeah. So, Frank kept holding it in front of his face, pretending he was Rod Stewart talking to the dealer. Um, and my my attitude with dealers is they're stuck. They yeah. have to listen to whatever yeah. you say. So I, I try not to be too abusive, but but um, you know they can't move. They, they have to move. they have to listen to whatever you're saying. That's so, another reason um, the Hard Rock they find it funny. Yeah, it's another reason the Hard but, Rock didn't want me around because they have all rock stars on their chips. And if it was like Tom Petty, I'd be. Yeah. <laughs> And then you can, know, I, can I plug Blackjack at the South Point? Because Blackjack at the South Point's the best. Yeah. I will. I will. Uh, three um, two, three to two everywhere, and and great dealers, and um, you know just a fun environment. Love the South Point. Come down to the, we yeah, did high stakes poker at the South Point. So we did we did two or three seasons of high stakes poker when the South Point had just opened. Oh, and you shot it um, here. Yeah, we did. We 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 didn't. Uh, the first seasons were done elsewhere, and then we almost did Monopoly at South Point. They just didn't have a place um, because of the expense. We we built the stage and left yeah. the set there. It would have cost too much to you know put it up, take it down, put it up, take it down, and um, and the South Point didn't have a place where they could dedicate our uh, our stage. So we weren't able to to be there. Otherwise, we probably would have. Uh, you know, South Point's great. Do I, I get paid for that? Yeah, you do. do I know I some people the... here now. Maybe we, when we bring the show back, we do it at South Point. Yeah. And I just remembered at Blackjack when when you hit Blackjack. I don't know if it was at the Rio. But also sometimes you get a 50 cent piece, which has JFK on it, right? And that was another yep. impression I would do quite frequently after a black. Oh, hit me with a blackjack. <laughs> I need I need a two. Like, I need another hole in my head. It was very poor taste. There was a lot of drinking. Was that too soon for a Kennedy joke? I don't think so. Do we have any live comments? Anything going on over there, Ryan? Yeah, a good amount of inter interaction. Good. Sorry. Uh, between Girl Genius, Courtney, Ted Fisher, uh, Michael Updegraff. I don't know who Michael Updegraff is. Oh, yeah. 
But. Michael Updegraft is a lighting genius. He worked. Uh, he worked on our Monopoly show. Oh, there you go. Then I must know Michael. Things. If I saw him, I'd probably know him. Well, that's good. There's he a lot was, of back he was, and forth. When we did Monopoly, he had like a bad leg or something. He was in this little scooter the whole time. That that was that guy. Okay. <laughs> but I hope you're walking well and you're you're healthy now, Michael. Anything else, Ryan? Um, just <clears throat> here. Let me let me let me figure out one. Um, by the Courtney says she hates playing blackjack with you, or you hate playing with her. I'm the best. I taught I taught her everything she knows. All right. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, by the way, I have a sheet. Well, I'm gonna save that for Jeff. Actually, uh, is there any NFL games that we want to throw out to uh, people tonight, Kevin? That you love, uh, or this weekend? I mean, I know you mentioned a few, but was there um, something? Because I know you always like to crush numbers. I don't want to put you on the spot if you haven't. Yeah, yet. I was. I was. I was kind of looking at, at Atlanta as a possibility. They're a small underdog, and they they excel in that in that circumstance. Detroit's kind of an interesting situation That's because you know I talk about the history and the numbers. De Detroit's have completely changed. You know, they used to be a horrible favorite. Right. You couldn't, and you know, laying points on the road with them was you, you never. I wouldn't do that, but they're a different <laughs> team now, and that's part of the that's part of the adjustment. That's part of part of how you have to look at these numbers and kind of stay a little ahead of them. Uh, the 49ers are a great example. 49ers used to be the worst home favorite. Um, wow. It was money in the bank to play, the, and now they're great. So you just have to sort of sort of be there at the at the right spot. Here's one for tonight. Okay. I found. Yes. Um, All right. Is that the, action or what do we got tonight? The Saints oh, uh, have covered just two of their last 15 at home against AFC teams. So, so we'll, keep that in mind. So keep what in mind again. Sorry, I missed that, Kevin. I just want to make sure. It's the clear. Saints have only covered two of their last 15 at home against AFC teams. Ooh, uh, so I, I play Jacksonville. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jacksonville is, is an interesting situation. You know, they were, in, they were in London for two weeks. Then they came back. Are they tired? I don't know. Don't think. Yeah. Um, but just try and try and kind of put that in the mix as well. So okay. I'm not I'm not playing tonight tonight's game. But if I did, I'd play Jacksonville. I probably play the under as well. The under. And and we don't know. And Ryan, we were talking about this right before we went on air. Um, Coach Peterson has said that uh, Trevor Lawrence is playing. I believe so. Lawrence, who has yeah. a, he has a knee issue, but that he is going to play. And the backup is. And again, uh, I, I don't. I don't look at stuff like that. I figure the line will take care of itself. Right. Um, and so, you know, if he doesn't play, then 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 the line's going to move. Yeah. Um, so I just don't. I don't want to have to worry about that that sort of stuff. And the backup. Um, couple, I, I did find oh, a good college, a good college yeah. game for you this week, which is Penn State, who's a small underdog at Ohio State. Now Penn State hasn't played anybody any good, but um, but they have covered ten. They're uh, ten two and one against the number uh, on the conference road. Uh, in the Big Ten, yeah. and they've covered six of the last seven in the series. So um, expect them to keep it close. Uh, I'll take the points in that situation. Yeah, it's around Most four Most of the time here. I'm going to take an underdog. Uh, you know, underdogs are going to cover more often than favorites do, especially the big ones uh, in, in, in college ball. But um, so anyway, yeah. that's, uh, that's your free selection. I love, I love the free selection. And by the way, it's hard for me to bet on Penn State right now. Yeah, they're getting four points over 45 and a half. Uh, Pitt. The University of Pittsburgh, I always rooted for Pitt. They have more wins against top 20 teams than Penn State currently when they beat <laughs> Yeah, so. well, uh, Pitt, I was all over Pitt last week. You may remember that. That was, I think, one of my best bets. It was, was, it uh, was your was best bet. He, you sent them in a in, as descending order. Ascending order, descending order. Yeah. Further or further? Whatever, from what good to bad. Yeah, uh, good to bad. Yeah, Pitt. but I actually like Wake Forest this week. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go against Pitt this week. Yeah. Um, you know, coming off a big win. Yes. uh 
it's just a, it's a it's a nice nice spot for Wake Forest to do some damage, and they're a good team. They're a good team. Pitt, yeah. Pitt, if you look at them statistically, this is another another one of the. This actually deals with the Steelers as well. There, if you just look at the game on paper, don't look at the score. Um, Pitt should should not win ever. Neither should the Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers, yeah, the Steelers have yet to outstat a team this year, and so you. I don't like playing teams that that. Shouldn't have won. I know. Um, I, now, trust me. I have that's, to watch uh, But, yeah. So, uh, but Steelers are good. Steelers are always a solid underdog. Um, I just don't like them in this spot. That's what I'm counting yeah. on. And I'm also counting on it, Steeler Nation out there, that it will be kind of a home game. Because when I was there, the Charger game uh, a few years ago, it was like 80% black and gold and terrible. Yeah, times. Chargers and Rams are a little different. Exactly. The Rams are going to have a few more fans there. But it's still, it. you know, LA's not, we're, we're still not, there with football. I don't know if we'll ever be there. We're, we're Dodger town, Laker town. Lakers you know. and Dodgers. All right. Uh, Kevin, thank you for being on the show. He gave us a couple picks. Uh, he likes the under tonight. If you were betting slight under and uh, you're going with Penn state. So there you go. That's a couple good picks. Yeah. And I'll, uh, I'll text you. I'll give you a text uh, tomorrow or the next day or whatever. We'll get, we'll get you some winners, Frank. We're going to turn go. it around for you. I love it. I'm doing okay. I'm like, I'm like right about here. Uh, the Phillies. I got the Phillies today. I like the Phillies. I, 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 I was on Houston uh, last night. I thought that that was probably the best postseason play ever was uh, Houston getting a little juice last night. They were like plus 105 or something. Wow. All right, we're going to talk baseball. We're going to talk football. We're going to talk all sorts of stuff with uh, from Sports by the Book host Jeff Parles right after this break. Kevin Belenkoff, thank you very much. See you again soon. All right. Thank, thank you, Kevin. Frank. South Point is also proud to provide a variety of relaxing amenities for the guests who want to be pampered. Soak up the sun and let your stress melt away in our lagoon-style paradise swimming pool. A relaxing getaway where you can bask in the desert sun and enjoy seasonal food and bar service poolside. And if you really want to escape, come to Spa Costa del Sur. From couple suites to a co-ed wet area, our spa caters to business and leisure travelers who want to unwind and elevate their senses. A visit to one of our spa's steam, sauna, or whirlpool treatment rooms will leave any guest feeling like they can take on the world. Our gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Mega Bucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world, Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun. And our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part, Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn and so much fun to play. It's a favorite of both beginners and seasoned players. In addition to Blackjack and Roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Baccarat, Pie Gal Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun.
right, welcome back to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero. Ryan, are they still battling on the live comments? Is there still an epic battle going on between people? <laughs> uh, somewhat. It's Michael Optograph and uh, Tommy Green wanted us to talk to Kevin about the their fantasy league. Oh, oh. Kevin 6-0. They must be in a league with Kevin. Okay, yeah. all right. They wanted to talk some smack on that. Hey, thank you. I know Kevin posted about this on Facebook. We love when you guys share the links. Please, we love having everyone come in. Uh, Kevin brought a bunch of people with him today, which, which, uh, which is great. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, uh, please hit, click subscribe. We need the subscribers. We would appreciate it. And uh, we have another great show coming up later today right here at South Point Studios. And the host of that show from 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific is right next to me. It's Jeff Parles, ladies and gentlemen. Jeff is here. He'll be on with Vinny later on. Um, Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeff knows everything, ladies and gentlemen. That's why he's here. I love talking. I, I wish I did, Frank. You know a lot, man. <laughs> I want to talk. Let's just talk baseball right now. I know you're a Mets guy, and you hate seeing the Phillies do well and Zach Wheeler. But the Phillies today, I mean, I've been riding the Phillies. I've been doing well with them. They've been playing well. Now they're on the road. And here's, here's, here's what you look at as a fan. A guy, they have Ranger Suarez, which is the greatest name of a pitcher. And then, and then uh, Ryan, how do you pronounce the name for the Diamondbacks guy? The pitcher? Brandon Fott. Pfaat. The guy's name is spelled P-F-A-A-D-T. I'm not putting my money on him. I'm just not doing it. Fott. Fott. Pfaat. Fott. Whatever. I'm going Ranger Suarez. But the Phillies, I mean, they're on fire right now. That lineup doesn't seem like there's a hole in it. I like the Phillies, but what do I know? Juggernaut right now. It really Absolute is. Absolute juggernaut. They are... You know, uh, I, I was listening to uh, to ESPN Radio uh, uh, earlier in the day today when I was was driving around, and Chris Carlin made a very good point that it feels inevitable right now with the Philadelphia. It Phillies. does, and yeah. you very rarely feel that in the baseball. Yeah, I, I completely you feel agree you feel that in other sports, but baseball it's very rare. And you know what? At least in this series, yes, it feels inevitable. Now, regardless of co who comes out of the uh, the Lone Star State showdown, yeah, we'll see. Because both Texas and Houston would have home field against the Phillies. Maybe that changes things. Obviously, didn't impact that series against Atlanta. But, you know, I, I didn't bet this game, Frank. Yeah. I, I just, if the Diamondbacks are going to get a game in this series, it makes sense to get today. Yeah. But the Phillies are just rolling so well right now. Just rolling. So, I, I, I have no problem with your Philly bet. Yeah. I, I just stayed I mean, out of it. That, and then there's a, there's a prop bet, too. I, I've been looking at the Philly overs. The Philly team over seems to be doing... Well, let's see what the Philly team over is. It's like probably four and a half. Four right? and a half or five. Four yeah. and a half or five, yeah. 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 I mean, the way they've been swinging the bats. And then, uh, you know, the, the player props, which you can get around town here in Vegas. I mean, Bryce Harper's usually over one and a half total bases. I know uh, uh, Cassie, he's been around that same thing. That's always a fun bet because you can cash it in in the first inning. Like Schwarber. Schwarber, uh, his over-under is usually about a half or one and a half. He hits a home run in his first, boom, you won. You sit back and you switch over to uh, – WNBA, like I did last night when I got bored with the Rangers game, but I'd already hit my prop bet. Um, football is king in Vegas. Let's talk about it. Um, I grabbed this sheet real quick, Jeff. Yes, here at South Point. By the way, get the app. That's what I've been doing. On the, I've been placing my bet in the South Point app. There's actually Canadian football lines. There's two games on Canadian football tonight. Calgary uh, stand or tomorrow, Calgary Stampeders against BC Lions. Then on Saturday, I don't have to tell you guys. Toronto Argonauts versus the Saskatchewan Roughriders, and then this is the the play of the week. Edmonton Elks getting 12 against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers? Give me the Elks. Who do you like in that game? <laughs> well, the deep dive on the Canadian football is <laughs> not what I expected. I but I, I, will, I will tell, I will tell you sheet. I will tell you this because the Elks, they, they used to be the Edmonton Eskimos and they, and they changed their name to the Elks. Right. And they were the worst team in the league. They, they hadn't won a game in like 18 games and then have won 
four out of their last eight. This is so, only you get from so, Jeff Parles. No, I, look, look, they're still bad. I have no play. I, I'm not betting this. I haven't looked at that. No, what, no, what, is it, what is it, like week 18, week it's, 19 uh, up there? Week 20. Week 20. Oh, it's okay, week sorry. 20. Week 20. They do multiple buys up there. It's so. the chase for the Grey Cup. They have three downs, and the end zone is like a half a mile long. It's crazy. You like the Rouge? Uh, what's that? The Rouge is the one where you kick it through the end zone and you get a point. I don't even, I wasn't even aware of that. I remember seeing highlights of Doug Flutie and Warren Moon playing there. The, is it like a drop kick or is it? No, like if just the ball goes out the back <laughs> of the end zone and any kick, like if you missed the field goal, but yeah. it goes out the back of the end zone. You get, you get a, point? a point? Yeah. That's something to think about tonight when you look at that Elks line. <laughs> and I remember when I was a kid, there was like three teams named the Rough Riders. There's yes. only two. <laughs> yeah. It was like the Rough Riders versus the Rough Riders. I'm like, it's the a... one with the space and the one without yeah. the space. <laughs> I'm like, this has yeah. to be a mistake. Uh, they do things different <laughs> up there. All right. I mean, football is king in this place and everywhere, God. Tonight, Jacksonville, you heard Kevin talking about he liked the under tonight, saying that uh, was it the Saints against AFC teams have gone under uh, a big time. Uh, what do you like tonight? What have you seen? I think Trevor Lawrence is playing, right? Well, the movement indicates that. Lawrence, if he plays, and this makes sense with a knee injury suffered on Sunday, yeah. like you're you're expecting him to be what sixty five percent, seventy percent, if he's able to go on a short week. I don't like New Orleans at all. I, I think they're fraudulent. I think they've been a, a, ni- a nice defense <laughs> that defense that is, is nice. beaten up on very poor offenses. And Derek Carr's toast. I, I think he's just done. Uh, even though they had, they have good talent on that team. Yeah. is really Olave's good. Great. Uh, I don't know. Michael Thomas just is not the same post as injuries. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so Camara is still good, even though Derek Carr has turned him into a, uh, forget the two yards and a cloud of dust on a carry. They turned yeah. him into a two yards and a cloud of dust on receiving on, on a reception, yeah. which is pretty hard to I do. I think he has one touchdown this year. Kamara. Yeah. He, he was suspended the first two games. Yeah. Too, right. But so still, he, I mean, he used to be but, Priest Holmes like. Yeah. Just, uh, that, there's a good match. There's right a good there. Priest I, I Holmes like, I like was the match. Him and him and Larry Johnson. That Larry great Johnson. And then Kansas if you want to go the guy who helped me almost win a chance, uh, Arian Foster with the Arian Foster, was yes. A beast. Yes. He's it's awesome so sad. These guys, to... these running backs are like beasts in fantasy and, and the the run it's not for long league. Not the middle school and the high school era yeah. for me. So <laughs> Uh, oh, but thanks. but thanks for sharing no, no, no problem. Vinny's not here. I have to at least get yeah. my, get my, my, did you age see the picture in. we put of Vinny up yesterday as a small child in 1889? We'll send you the clip. Oh, okay, and, good. Yeah, I, like that. We'll, we'll, I haven't heard from Vinny yet. He hasn't seen it, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, but for tonight though, I, I stayed out. I yeah. stayed out of this. I understand why, why, uh, the under may be like, the, yeah. it's actually been bet over from 39 to 40 and a half. Wow. If Lawrence doesn't go and it's CJ Beathard, that thing's going to go back down again. in New Orleans, probably touch three. It's kind of built in already wow. that Lawrence may not play. So I'm going to stay out of this game. It's really an uninteresting game. It really is. And, and if you're Jacksonville and Lawrence is at least close to 100%, this is a game you should win on the road, even there though you you're You should. Uh, I didn't realize C.J. Beathard. That's Bobby Beathard's kid, right? The old GM, I believe. I thought the backup in Jacksonville was still Mark Brunel. I had no idea it was C.J. I thought you were going to say Blake Bortles. In Blake? All honesty. Oh, don't bring up Blake. I'm Blake. sorry. I for, uh, 45-42 game, Please. Right? And by the way, yeah. it wasn't that close. That was the Steelers getting a lot of touchdowns late. Uh, we should. We lost. To, the Steelers lost to Blake. Mike Tomlin, you lost to Blake Bortles. You've lost to Tim Tebow. He's lost to a lot of inferior quarterbacks. Ryan, you have something for us. We've got Vinny and his bits. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, we've got Vinny in the bits. Well, let, let's see it. There, there it is right there. I was talking about Wow. yesterday was the first baseball championship and organized Bay. It was the Washington or the New York Giants beat the New York Bridegrooms uh, six to three in a nine game series. Really odd. And I said, yes. I said, back in 1889, a young Vinny Melio placed a bet and won 25 cents. And he went out and got some sarsaparilla and saltwater taffy. So 
I haven't seen Vinny yet. What, what, what flavor of saltwater? What's that? That's uh, that's important, isn't it? He he likes uh, he likes grape. Okay, <laughs> grape. I think. <laughs> Is it? I, I was I was expecting the lime and all. The worst lime, maybe. Flavor. Well, yeah, I yeah, mean grape. Yeah. I mean Italian grappa. You know the yeah. wine is made from grapes. <laughs> we'll have to ask Vinny. Maybe ask Vinny today what his saltwater tappy uh, favorite is. Maybe you, we'll, we'll have that graphic for you if you want to use he's it. He's gonna look at me like I have 15 heads when yeah, I ask exactly. him that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um. So uh, let's see. What do you want to move on to? Co- let's. Well, I want to talk about the sure. college football game real quick. Um. I mean, everyone's thought Penn State, Ohio State's the game of the week, right? Of course. I cannot bet. I've, I can't bet Penn State. I'm a Pitt guy. It's hard for me to root for them. Todd Blackledge beating Dan Marino. So, Marino was up 14 nothing. I was gloating to my friends. We were watching it together. This is before phones. Bikes on the yard out front. Uh, I, I don't like Penn State, but as I've gotten older, I've softened my hatred for them because I'd, I'd rather root for a Pennsylvania team than an Ohio team. So uh, he said 10 uh, 2 uh, and 1. What was the stat Kevin gave? He gave something about 10 2 and 1. For Penn State? Yeah. Um, yeah, they're ten two and one uh, in conference on the road, and then they're six and seven in the last series. Yeah, they're covering still, uh, the last series. Six out of seven they've covered. Yeah, so he liked Penn State a little bit, but I don't know. Um, I just want to enjoy that game. I'm just going to watch it. So I, the one thing I will say with with the Big Ten trends, just because the bottom of the league and the top of the league might as well be two different leagues at this point. Okay, just be a little bit careful. Especially the division. Yeah, right? exactly. Just be yeah. a little bit careful when you when you're looking at those conference trends, especially okay. when you're dealing with Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, because they're just way better than everyone else, they are, and they yeah. have been for the last half decade. I like the Nittany Lions here. Yeah, this is, you know, this is a big big test for Drew Aller. Of course, this is the first time he's gone on the road to the shoe. Yeah. And yes, they went to Evanston. Uh, I look, I have, I have family in Evanston. No disrespect <laughs> to Ryan Field. It's not the same environment no, that I'll see yeah. on uh, on Saturday in in Columbus. I, you know, this Ohio State team, even with the win at Notre Dame, even with going through this undefeated, even with having the best skill position player in the country, Marvin Harrison Jr. He's unbelievable. The, I. Something's not like a hundred percent right with that. They don't. When you watch them, it's the eye test, right? Yeah. It's not even looking at the numbers. It's like they're they're getting by on a couple of these games. So I hear what you're saying. Yeah, like their defense is good. Their defense is much better than it's been. Uh, and Knowles is a really good coordinator. The guy they got from Oklahoma State the last two years. But I have, I, I think Penn State can hang. Now there there is one rogue five and a half in the market. Whoa! Which uh, was a, I was a little surprised to see that's that a big, this morning. That's a big, yeah. yeah and the huge. rest of the market, including right behind us, uh, is four and a half. About four and a half. Uh, that's what I thought it should have been. I thought it should have been four and a half, four in this game. But I, I would not be shocked if Penn State pulls this outright upset in the shoe, which sets up the humongous game with Michigan oh. and Penn State. You saw what happened with Michigan today, right, Frank? Uh, I did not. No, the, uh, the 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 Michigan coaching staff is getting getting investigated basically for pulling a Belichick. Where oh, videotaping? Where they're where they apparently signs. Infiltra- infiltrated other practices right oh. now, and there there was even concern in Michigan State is like, wait, hey, we might not even want to play this game this weekend because we're concerned about Michigan knowing all of our oh, signals and such. Oh, Jim Harbaugh! Wow, really? Yeah. Oh my God, Jim! Wow, and he already missed three games this year, right? Or hey, two? It could be, yeah, he already missed three. Uh, self-imposed. Self-imposed. Yeah, self-imposed. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it right now. It's the the official thing is allegations of sign stealing. It's yeah. not baseball. It's right, football right, sign exactly. stealing. Yeah, right, right exactly. <laughs> wow, that's huge news. I didn't hear that. Missy, oh Michigan. Uh, yeah, well, Penn State. Penn State. Everyone, yeah, I, I'll I'll probably take Penn State. And again, uh, Franklin. This is a big game for him. This is. I mean, they haven't got to get anybody. over the hump. With he's got him, he's yeah. got to do it. 
Uh, James Franklin, who, by the way, uh, the head coach of Penn State, he looks like Keegan-Michael Key. Have you ever seen any of these videos where Keegan-Michael Key has gone in to the Penn State uh, meeting? I, ha I have, It's yeah. hysterical. Uh, by the way, after the show, and before you come back at 3 to watch Vinny and Jeff, subscribe. stay on YouTube, hit subscribe, go to YouTube, and hit James Franklin, Keegan-Michael Key. He brings him into the meeting, and the team goes bananas, and he does an impression. Because <laughs> I didn't realize, and I've worked with Keegan-Michael Key a lot. I know he's a big Lions fan. He loves the Lions, but he went to Penn State. He's a Penn State grad, so that's right. He looks uh, – uh, they're dead ringers. They're, they're doppelgangers, for God's sakes. But, uh, yeah, that's an interesting game. And uh, anything else in college jumping out, or should we just go to pros? So uh, I'll just say this. Don't chase bad numbers this week. There are a bunch of totals that got hit down, and everyone, you're going to see it on social media so much. The Service Academy Unders. Oh, yeah. Even though last year Army-Navy finally went over last year. <laughs> uh, but Air Force is playing – Air Force is playing Navy this week. Air Force is really good. If there was a 12-team playoff, I think Air Force would represent the non-Power 5 teams in that 12-team playoff. And you can actually get that. They're, they're, yeah, their national championship odds are yeah, up here at the I, South. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't bet that this year. If, <laughs> yeah, we, if, we, had, if we had 12, hey, right, maybe, whatever. Our worst, take tickets, worst ticket to 250 to 1 to yeah, half. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but this total is all the way down to 34. Yikes. At 34 and a half. It's not even the lowest total this week, Frank. What's the lowest Because Minnesota total? and Iowa's got a hearty 31. <laughs> and the funny part is, I think 31 is still too high in Minnesota you and Iowa. You saw Caitlin Clark outscored Iowa on the football oh, field. Right, that's week. not a shock at yeah, all. Exactly. I mean, like, because Caitlin Clark is amazing. That Iowa offense, uh, I mean, look, I think if you put you or me at quarterback, so. we might actually get the similar production. I think so. I think we're that good. I think Jeff and I still have a – I know I still got – a lot of bullets in this arm because uh, I usually only played with a Nerf when I was a with kid. With the Nerf, okay. Yeah, because that's why I could grip a Nerf. And a Nerf, you know, if it hits you in the face, you didn't care. If you fell on it, it went. Because I remember we'd play with the Duke Junior or regulation regulation football. Yeah. And I, if you fell, it depends if you were playing tackle or rough touch. We had a thing in Pittsburgh called rough touch, which sounds bad, but it's not. It was just, you know, it wasn't too much touch. It was like you could slam somebody. But I was rarely caught. I was very fast. It's like a little scab. It was a little Darren Sproles-ish kind of guy. Uh, Scott Van Pelt liked Army versus LSU. He didn't have it in his six-pack, but is that who they're playing? Is it Army? I, I don't mind. Now, that one is, has gone up over the last day plus from 30-and-a-half to 32-and-a-half. I don't mind. I didn't mind Mar Army at the 30-and-a-half, so I don't mind them at 32-and-a-half. I'll right. tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Might be a fun one to take. Um, and let's, let's move to the NFL. Um, you know, Kevin and I were talking about the Steelers-Rams. Um, it's three-and-a-half. I like the half point. The Steelers come in three. The time zones, here they come. They come, they come far west. And uh, the Rams, I don't know. The Steelers coming off the bye week are usually pretty strong. So, I mean, obviously I'm going to watch that game. It's the, um, it's the 125-105 start. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna, maybe I just lay off and enjoy it because I hate betting on the Steelers. It's very tense for me. Um, I have no bet on this game. Yeah, this is, this I know, is just, right? This is just one of those where yeah. I want to see – what of the first five weeks for the Steelers was real other than the defense? Yeah. Was it just solely because that defense did what they needed to against Cleveland and turned Watson over yeah. twice for and two Baltimore touchdowns too, the other yeah. way? The Baltimore, I mean, I still can't believe Pittsburgh won that game they, against well, Baltimore. They dropped, Baltimore dropped seven passes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we shouldn't have won that game. Trust me, I'd already written it off as a loss, and then somehow we won. And, and all my friends and I were like, did we win this game? <laughs> and then the other one, I mean, the Raiders. I, I know the Raiders are 3-3. Three and three. The Raiders are, are not a good football team. This is... I, the Rams are interesting because last week they ran the ball one time in the, in the first half, ran it once, <laughs> once, and then came out in the second half and ran for over a hundred yards in the second half. So it was almost like McVay he was, was back, just maybe. experimenting yeah, right. in the first half. All right. How, how little can we run the ball and still be in the game against Arizona? 
And they were lucky that it was only 9-6 at halftime, and then they demolished them. But Karen Williams is out, the running back yeah, that I mentioned. Exactly, He's yeah. out. Uh, Ronnie Rivers is still out, so it's uh, Eric Dickerson's it, coming back. Yeah, I think. Dickerson, uh, Dickerson, Marshall Falk, Marshall maybe? Falk, maybe uh, 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 Lawrence McCutcheon is from my was a base football oh, wow. card I had in the seventies. Uh, how old were you in nineteen seventy seven, Ryan? <laughs> my parents were two. Your parents were two. <laughs> I actually might be worse than asking him yeah, what his age true. is. Yeah, actually, yeah, right, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, <laughs> Ryan. Um, now the game I'm going to watch at ten o'clock. Uh, yeah, the Raiders. Are you watching the Raiders Bear game? I know you're a Bears guy. Hey, bear down. Hey, that's that. That could be the best quarterback matchup of the year, Frank. Oh my God, I, that's that's Fox. Fox right now is like Aiden O'Connell. What's that? Yeah, right, right. The kid, he's from Purdue, right? Yeah, yeah. Garoppolo got ruled out at the beginning he's, of the show. So, geez, so who's their backup? It's oh yeah, the, yeah we the don't know. We don't Purdue. know who's starting. Oh, yet. it could be Hoyer. Could yeah. be Hoyer. Could be O'Connell. We don't know yet. Uh, this is gonna be fun. I believe Jamar Russell. He's probably available somewhere. Jamar. <laughs> I don't think you want. I don't think you want Jamar. Some of that Russell, money, no. Jamar, that you ripped off from the Raiders. My favorite Jamar Russell, overall number one pick by the Raiders, played. I don't know five games. Whatever. He was, he was very bad. He was very bad. The, my favorite story is they gave him a tape. They said, "Watch these tapes over the weekend. Let us know what you think of them." Came back over the weekend. Like, would you watch tapes? What'd you think? And he's like, "Yeah, everything looked really good." They were blank tapes. They gave him blank tapes as a test, knowing he would never put them. In the VCR. Ryan, a VCR was a video cassette recorder. I know what a it was VCR something we would watch is. movies on. Okay. I used to do this to Jeff. I got Ryan here. He's even younger. <laughs> um, uh, we got a couple of minutes left. I think the game of the week that everyone's going to be watching. How lucky did NBC get that they have the Dolphins and Eagles? Um, this, I mean, this is the highest over by far, right? It's 52 and a half. And right now it looks like the Eagles' little small home field advantage. That's going to be an entertaining game for Sunday night. I love Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, they're coming off of right. a loss they should not have taken to my Jets. To your level, your Jets. The, the, uh, they threw the ball too much. Now, you have to monitor whatever happens at right tackle because Lane Johnson got hurt early yes, in that game and they couldn't block. But yeah. I think that more – yeah, the, the Lane Johnson injury hurt. But the Jets' defensive line is really good. That was yeah. the first defensive line that has given that elite offensive line problems all year. Miami doesn't have that. And they have Bradley Chubb, but they're not. they're nowhere near as good up front as the Jets are. And this is just feels like one of those where everyone is freaking out about the Eagles. Oh, maybe the five and zero start. Maybe we were right to, You're right. to question yeah. them. That even though they're five and zero, it's just because they have an easy schedule. They don't look impressive. All that Jalen Hurts is a one year wonder. I've heard that a bunch. Yeah, this week. I know. Right. Um, but when when push comes to shove here, really good teams bounce back off of bad performances and play really well. And it doesn't matter to Miami's offense is setting records for the first Ridiculous, six weeks. Yeah. The one thing that with Miami, too, that I'm hesitant on is who have they played? Mm -hmm. The only good team they played the Bills. was Buffalo, yeah. and Buffalo hammered them. Manhandled them, yeah. Hammered them. Yeah. Now, they were fortunate to beat the Chargers, but as we've seen with the Chargers, <laughs> the Chargers, Chargers. That's just, that's so, just, I have a friend who, who's, watch, they're just. Poor, poor guy, if poor he's guy. a fan It of really that is, team. yeah, it really is. But in the end here, I think this is a game where Philadelphia inflicts their will they run the ball like they, they didn't even attempt to run the last week against the Jets. Yeah. Uh, and I think they inflict their will on the ground. Hurts plays turnover free football. Tua gets turned over once or twice. I think the Dolphin offensive line will struggle with the Philly pass rush. Okay. I do want to see if Darius Slay is playing, though. Okay. That is yeah, the only fair. hesitation. If he doesn't play, then maybe I'm a little bit, a little more tepid. But as of this moment, Philadelphia is my favorite play this week in the NFL. Favorite play from yeah. Jeff Parles right there, yeah. Philadelphia. I like, I like the Tua turnover. Because you know me, I'm an idiot. I like the prop bets, and they're fun. So maybe a two a turnover, two a turnover. Why not? And you said when it comes with the Eagles, when push comes to shove, 
That was a little brotherly shove right there. Those... Yeah, I, I knew what I was you doing. You knew man. you were judged. I, I, thought, I, I picked doing. it up. I picked it up. We got good chemistry here, man. I love it. <laughs> Jeff, thanks for being here. Remember, you can come back. Uh, we're off. It's almost 1 o'clock. Come back in two hours. He and Vinny are going to talk Thursday night football. They're going to talk more football, more football. Kevin uh, like Penn State. Jeff like Penn State. Tonight, if you're looking at the game, it's not the prettiest game to watch. I'll be watching baseball, flicking back and forth. Maybe the under? I don't know. Yep, what do Jags you think? and under. What's that, Ryan? Kevin, like the Jags and under. Jags and the under. Thank you, Ryan, as always, for writing that stuff down. Everyone who's watching live, thank you for watching. Make sure you hit subscribe. We're down here every day at noon, live in Nevada, every show. That's lines. We're right here at the Sportsbook. Come down and say hello. We really appreciate you guys watching. Thank you. And, uh, oh, tomorrow I will have some bull riding footage. I'm going to go over, check out the bull riding tonight with me and Jerry. We're going to go over. So stay tuned for that tomorrow. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow on Punchlines.